0: Hello and welcome to the Martial Arts Teaching Tactics Podcast. I'm Chris Bean and I'm joined by Chris Kent. Hello Mr. Kent. Hello sir. Today we are going to be discussing uh, specific learning targets and how you can implement specific learning targets into your classes. Setting a specific learning target for your uh, students can help to ensure they are getting the relevant information from your class. With this learning target focus on the extended learning outcome of the class. So basically you want it to help to drive home what is the important information that you want the students to learn or to work on or to grow from your class, right? That's what the specific learning target is. So it could be um, overall based, and so meaning like your, each class has a specific learning target Or you can make it a little bit more narrow and have each drill have its own specific learning target. Um, Both starting and ending in class, it's going to be important to let the students know. First thing as you're starting, hey, listen, this is going to be your focus for the class today. You go through the drills. Maybe you remind them periodically throughout the drills. And then at the end of class, when you're recapping, you're talking about the things that you did in class, Remind them of the things that they focused on in that specific class. We Talk about the drills that you did. Why were they important? How does that relate to them and to their upcoming belt test or whatever their next goal or, or milestone may be? Reminding them of those things will help to give them an idea of the information as they're leaving. Right. So you talk about it before class, you talk about it during class, and then you remind them as they're leaving, oh yeah, hey, this is the stuff that I did today. Right. And so as they're leaving, as they're driving home or riding home or whatever, they can be thinking about those things that happened in class. And how does that specific learning target fit in to those drills that they did in class? And then how does that apply or how is that useful to them or for them moving forward to their next belt test? Getting a good grasp of what you want your students to be getting out of class, of course, would be kind of the first step in setting up these specific learning targets. What are the specific things that you want your students to be doing or growing or learning from in your classes? This can be a great way for you to set up your lesson plans. Having a concrete learning target for each of your classes, or maybe it's a week-based or maybe it's month-based, and then you can kind of narrow it down as you go, will help to guide you and help to... um, set you off on the right foot as you're developing your curriculum or your lesson plans the specific learning target uh, can be as simple as okay we want the students to learn this new section in the form that's the that's the learning target the target of the learning today is this new form or these moves in this new form or this self-defense move right real basic real easy okay what do you want the students to do today X okay the learning target is x simple right you don't have to this isn't you don't have to overcomplicate this this is just what do you want what is the the main goal of your class or what is the main goal of this drill or what is the main goal of this month of information right the main goal would be another way to, to describe or to talk about your specific learning target now they can also be more specific meaning Yes, I want the students to review this section of the form that they learned last week. However, while they're reviewing this, I want them to be specifically focused on their footwork. And so as they're going through this, before they, even before they do this, hey, listen, as we go through this, I know you're reviewing, but I want you to take a, take a second and think about how your feet are moving. What stance are you in? How are you pivoting? How are you moving? Right. And then as they're going through that, I remind them, hey, listen, as you're doing this, check in on those feet. Right. Are you are, are your toes pointing in the right directions, your knee bent, you know, whatever, whatever the specifics are for the drill. Then after they got done, hey, listen, in this drill, we work specifically on your stances. Yeah, of course, we reviewed your your form or your self-defense or whatever it is. But specifically, we worked on the stances or the footwork and how that um, connects with the drill that you're that you just did or that they're doing. As you can see, this can be an overreaching thing as like monthly, in the first month of information for us. We've talked about this numerous times, but for us, we do a a three-month grading cycle. Month number one is learn the information. Month number two is review, rehearse, and maintain that information. And month number three is test, quiz, um, uh, prepare for testing. So that's our learning target for month number one, learn new information. Learning target for month number two, rehearse, refine, maintain. Month, num- month number three, test. And all kinds of things that are, are, are um, connected to testing, preparing for the test, do the pre-test, do the stripe test, whatever they are that's our big overarching ones and then in the day-to-day or even in the drill to drill we have specific focuses where okay this drill is going to specifically focus on your footwork or this drill is going to specifically work on your your hip motions right so as you have the big overreaching goal then chunk that down into smaller more specific class or even drill based focuses that will be help, super helpful to making your students grow and helping them to achieve and, and, and learn this information, right? You want the big overarching goal, okay? And maybe the big bigger even, either, even than that is, okay, these are the moves they have to know for this level. That's your curriculum. Then, okay, this month we do this, this month we do this, this month we do this, and then how do you do that? Well, let's specifically focus on this and this drill and, and so on, that is how, to go through and build your program, right? Don't just randomly throw things in because um, hey, the black belts do it, so maybe the white belts will think this is fun too. Or I did this one time in, in class when I was a yellow belt and I thought it was really fun. Now that I'm a, a, a eighth degree black belt or whatever, I, I wanna do this for them. Okay, well that not not necessarily gonna work that way, right? Now you can't, I'm not saying you can't do things for fun. Do things for fun, fun things are fun. But the majority of your drills need to be focused on helping your students achieve the next belt or the next goal or the next milestone in their program. So by having these specific learning targets will help to direct you and direct them to reaching those goals and milestones and belt levels. Once the students are able to understand these specific learning targets, it will give them a goal, a target to shoot for. They, they can see the target then. right? We always talk about let the students know why you're doing what you're doing. This is exactly that. right? We are doing this drill for this specific learning target. I want you to gain this skill from this drill. Then they know that. Okay, right. In this drill, there's my target. That's what I want to be able to do. That's what I want to be able to hit. So then they can strive towards that goal and be able to reach and hit that target. You've heard this before, but it's hard to hit a target you can't see, if not impossible. So show them the target. Let them know the specific learning outcome so they can learn those things, work on those specific targets, and then achieve them, right? That's the goal. That's why we're talking about setting specific learning targets for your overarching, right? You can do the whole, whole belt cycle, or even, even bigger, your whole program. And then break it down, okay, in the beginner's class is this and so on. And then you break it down at this belt level, it's this. And you break it down at this month, it's this. And then you break it down in this class, it's this. And so they all lead in and they all work and they all function and intertwine with whatever the bigger picture is of your school. And then how do they get there? Well, by these specific individual learning targets, all leading, all working towards the bigger, huge, overarching goal of your school, of your program. Setting these specific learning targets uh, can be done as you're developing your lesson plans, like I talked about. Um, We do this as a tiered approach, right? So more specifics of what we do and how we do it. We do a different learning, a specific learning target about every two weeks as the kind of overarching. So these two weeks, we're going to focus on this. These two weeks, we're going to focus on this as the overarching type of uh, specific learning target. Then as we do this, we have uh, our specific learning target. First is the focus on the technique, right? In the first month, they're learning the techniques. They're, They're brand new. They're learning the information. So first two weeks, they work on technique. Then from there, they work on their stances and their footwork. And then two weeks later, then they start to work on their intensity. Now, as you can see, when you're learning something brand new, focus solely on the technique, right? They don't know how to do it, so they can't put the proper footwork in there. They can't put the intensity in there yet, yet, eventually, but not yet. Then once they can do the technique down, once they have the technique correct, then you can go through and continue to work on the footwork. Notice I said continue, not start, right? Of course, along with the technique, the footwork has got to be there. But as they can move their upper body, or maybe it's the lower body, depending, then you start start to focus a little bit more on specifically the footwork, right? Okay, then you get a little bit more focus on that technique. Okay, now let's add in the tech the, the intensity to that technique. So we work from technique. The overall, okay, just do the, the basic outline of it. Then as you get that down, then let's work on the specific footwork. How is your feet moving? How did your how's your stance move? What, what type of pivoting motions do you have or, or your hip motions or whatever it is for that? Then you work into your intensity. So we move from one to the next to the next, right? Those are two-week focuses for us. Now, in our classes, day-to-day, drill-to-drill, we have other specific focuses that help to help to achieve that focus on technique or help to achieve the focus on footwork or help to achieve the focus on intensity. So for example, the class may be learning a new hand technique. During this class, the overall learning target is to focus on the technique. And in this specific drill where we're working on this technique, I want to work on this specific movement okay so I want to work on the technique okay what's the technique let's say it's a low block okay how do you do a low block let's work specifically on how to do that movement then as the grading cycle continues we move to stances right so after they can do the hand motions for the low block the technical aspects of that low block is down okay now we're gonna put the footwork in okay you are you can already do the upstairs the hand motions got those down great now, let's move into the footwork. Let's put, build that in there. And so, um, during this time, we may do a drill that uh, the specific focus is on teamwork, right? So, they're doing things together as a team. Now, let's say they're doing uh, a form or something like that, or they're doing movements all together. Obviously, for teamwork, they have to do stuff together. For this, their focus is staying together. So, as they're working on doing these things together one way that to do that is by helping them to work on their footwork because i have found over the time and i'm sure maybe you've noticed this as well but if your students are just going through the motions sometimes they might go too fast one way to anchor them and to slow them down a little bit is to tell them to focus on their stances and while they're focused on their stances they will slow down because it helps them to complete one movement before they move to the next movement. And as they're slowing down, they're focused on the footwork, that teamwork can come in, right? So they're focused on the footwork. That's going to get them to slow down. As they're slowing down, they're just going to piggyback and work on doing those things in sync with their team. As they're doing uh, these type of drills, these teamwork things, I always remind them to start together, work together, and finish together. And again, using that overall focus of the stances. Okay, listen, today you're going to work on your stances. As you're doing this, I want you to start together, work together, and finish together. By working on these stances, that's going to help to slow you down. Your stances are going to be better, and you're going to be doing these all in sync together. And then again, as they're going through, I, can, I frequently remind them, start together, work together, finish together. Work on those stances. Let's see it. Slow it down. Think about what you're doing. So in essence, we group the overall learning targets with some specific learning targets that are complementary to the overall. And then as we move through this list, we're getting to more and more specific with the focuses. The students are getting more and more refined with their movements. They're getting closer to hitting that bullseye, and we're creating great students in the process. Students that really know and understand and can do these movements at a high level. This cycle, of course, for us anyways, starts over at each belt level. So after you've been through your your time of, of technique focus and your time of footwork focus, and then you do your intensity, then we move on, okay? Then we're going to work on some of these more specific things. As they finish that belt cycle, they move into the next cycle, okay? It starts over. Of course, different moves, a little bit different focuses, but they start that process over. The overarching um, Specific learning targets for that new belt level then are applied to that. As you can see, this is a, a great way to be able to refine your students starting at, you know, let's say the base of a triangle at white belt. And then as they make it up to black belt, they are much more refined in their movements and their techniques, in their, their technical aspects of the skills that you're working with them because of these specific learning targets and not only because you know these specific learning targets but because you're working on these you're telling them to the class to the students so they can see those bullseyes and they can hit that target on each of those learning targets now we talked about specific learning targets for you know whatever range of student specific learning targets are even good and, and I would say almost essential for brand new first day students, right? Of course, you've had brand new students come to your class and who knows what they're thinking, right? They they might think that karate is one way that they see on TV or in show or what they've heard about from whoever. Then they come to your school and they realize, hmm, this is not quite what I thought it was going to be. Or maybe they, they are more informed and they go to your school and they say, wow, yep, yeah, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Right? So as that person is stepping onto the floor for the very first time, give them some specific learning targets. Now, maybe you don't say, hey, listen, your specific learning target for today is this. That's a bit much. Maybe just tell them what to focus on for that day. I know when we have new students, I like to go over to them. We personally introduce ourselves, either either myself or Master Kent or what are the other uh, instructors on the, on the floor. Personally introduce ourselves. That's great because then they get to know who we are. We're not a bunch of just karate people to them. We have names. They can call us by our name. And then us, the staff, the instructors get to know who that person is. We can say, hey, John, Joseph, Sally, whoever the person is, we can call them by their name and say, hey, new kid, come over here. Right? Nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. So get to know them, right? Create a, a uh, how, how did you word it? You said a handcrafted personal interaction one time? I don't remember. <laughs> you said that one time, and that's in my head now. Make that, that um, handcrafted personal interaction with that brand new person right as they first step onto the floor. And maybe, maybe you do that ahead of time because you're the person who's processing them and getting them onto the floor. Great. If not, you have somebody else take care of that, your staff, your, your office personnel, then they come to the floor, however that goes, but get to know them, right? Hey, my name is this, your name is that. Okay, great, nice to meet you, Sally. And then as you go through the day, do your best to call Sally, Sally, not, hey, new girl, you're supposed to be over, don't, don't do that. Call them by their name. Okay, we, and we've done. It was like two or three episode number two or three. We we talked about using people's names and uh, mm-hmm. ages ago, way way back, way back. It both seems like way back, anyways. So that brand new person steps on the floor for the first time. Introduce yourself. Let them know who you are. Find out who they are, and then, right? Then let them know that hey, listen, I know you're gonna at times today. Or throughout your your time with us, feel overwhelmed, specifically today, because this is all kind of brand new. Understood. No problem. Not a, we're not expecting you to be a pro in your first day. By doing this, you set them up. You tell them, hey, listen, we're gonna do lots of different stuff today. Yep. Okay, that's factually gonna happen. And you let them know, hey, listen, I'm not expecting you to be a pro on your first day. Because who knows what they're thinking, right? They're they're they maybe they are are Expecting you to expect them to do pro level work or high black belt. Let them know. Listen, hey, I, I understand it's your first day. We're just here to have fun, right? So, out of all the different things we do today, just pay attention to them, do your best, and above all else, have fun. Have fun. That's your goal. And then, throughout the class, so that's your specific learning target, talked about it in the very beginning have fun, right? Yes, I know, I understand. You're gonna do lots of stuff today, you're gonna feel overwhelmed. Okay, no problem. Do your best have fun, right? That's the specific learning target talked about in the beginning. Then throughout the class, check in with Sally. Hey, Sally, how are you having fun? Oh, yeah, this is awesome. Great. Awesome. Good job. Then at the end of class, again, check in with Sally. And maybe instead of doing this like you would in a a normal class where you talk to everybody about the specific learning target, you go specifically to Sally. Hey, Sally, what'd you think today? Did you have fun? I did have fun. Did you feel overwhelmed? Yeah, a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. We'll do all this stuff lots of times, and by the time you, you, you have, to have to test or quiz on this, you'll be a pro. For right now, just focus on having fun, right? And then you check in with them every couple classes, and then you get to have that communication with them, that personal, that handcrafted personal interaction with them. That will help to grow your connection with them. It'll help to give feedback from them to know how they're doing, what they think about, and that's a great way to help to um, guide them, right? Because sometimes you have people come in, and they kind of feel overwhelmed, and they are overwhelmed, and they don't do anything about it, right? If a week or so goes by and they're still kind of feeling overwhelmed, okay, you know what? Maybe maybe we set up a, a one-on-one lesson and, and we work on this stuff just to make sure you got it really good. How does that sound? Great. Okay, good. Let's take let's take a, a time and uh, and do that. Then you set that up. You have that one-on-one lesson with them, hopefully to set them up for success in the classes, then they can continue moving on. But by having that connection with them, by having that open dialogue with them, that will help to achieve that. And all of this, because on that first day, they stepped onto the floor, you introduced yourself, you gave them the specific learning target of having fun. Right? That's it. That's it. Right? Just from that, that whole cycle, that your your whole program gets to open up and be um, worked on and guided through with you, the instructor, and that student. Great way to open up that dialogue, specifically, again, for those brand new people on their first day. Again, remind, we talked about this a little bit already, but reminding the students as they're going through class, hey, listen, you're target today. Your focus today is intensity. So as you're doing, I know you guys are tired because you guys have been working super hard, but on this next drill, I want to see the most intense you can be. Show me your power, your strength as you go. Ready? Go! Right? Remind them of that. Kind of um, help to refocus them. Now, uh, refocusing them is going to be far better than yelling at them because they're not doing it. Being reminded of something is not bad. Being told again or, or or asked, why are you not, is perhaps not the best way to go by it. Now, maybe at black belt level, it's a different story, but for, at least for a while, just remind them, hey, remember, our focus today is this. I want to see it. Ready, go. That, as opposed to, yeah, that was terrible. What are you guys doing? I thought we were working on intensity today. Now, again, Sometimes at the higher-up classes, maybe that's the tactic you wanna choose, fine. But remind them, continually remind them of what their focus is, okay? Help the students to link these focuses to key factors in their goals. Listen, at your next belt test, you're gonna need to be intense because if you can't do these moves intense, you're not gonna be passing your test. So, let's redouble our focus. I want to see this one even better than the last one. Ready, go. Right? You reminded them of what the focus was. You told them why you're doing it because they got to do it at their belt test. I know you're tired. Let's go. Right? Boom. Reminded them of their focus. Gave them the, uh, in a short, sweet version, why they're doing it. Great. Now, let's do it. As the class progresses uh, progresses, be sure to give the students an opportunity to see how close they're reaching or they are to reaching those goals. Give them feedback on how they're doing. Hey, listen, that form was super intense. You guys do it like that in your belt test, no problem. Good job. Awesome. Give them feedback, let them know they're working on technique. Hey, listen, your technique was a little weak on this side. Let's work on this one and make it really good, right? Just specifically your left side. Okay, great. Yep, awesome. Oh, that's so much better. Good job. Wow. Or if it's their footwork or whatever it is, but give them feedback on how they're doing. Don't say, okay, great, now we're moving on. Right? Let them know. And, and depending on your class sizes or your, your instructor-to-student ratio, maybe let the students specifically know how they're doing. Because the group maybe did a level eight out of 10, but Johnny in the back did about a four out of 10. And so in those instances, maybe you tell everybody, hey, listen, you guys did really good. You're really close to hitting that. I think we can work a little bit more on this next time and we'll be able to get it. And then you have somebody else or, or, or you go to Johnny specifically and say, John, listen, I need you to, to work on this stuff at home. If you need to make a, a one-on-one lesson, but we got to know this better because I, I want you to be able to succeed and, and make it to your belt test. Again, let them know. And if they're not doing so great, don't call them out in front of everybody. Do that on a one-on-one type basis. We talked about that, um, again, ages ago where we talked about public praise and private reprimand. Do that on a one-on-one type of basis. By giving your students an opportunity to check in or giving them that feedback on how they're doing will Really be able to set them up for success. They can see, hey, listen, I am eight out of 10 being able to reach this goal. Or maybe your breakdown's different, whatever it is. But listen, I'm really close to being able to hit this target every time. So I need to work on this a little bit and then I know I'll be able to get it. Give them feedback. Hey, listen, do this X, Y, Z, A, B, C, whatever it is. This will help you to be able to achieve success in this drill. Boom, they work on those things. Pow, they achieve success in that drill because you gave them the feedback, you gave them the tools to be able to utilize, to be able to hit whatever that target may be. Again, we've talked about this already, but as you can see, starting your students like this and then working them through these specific learning targets all the way up to black belt and beyond will supercharge your students, will make your classes uh, extraordinary, and your students really will have a good understanding of how the movement works, why they're doing it, all because you set up those specific learning targets. Uh, Mashkent, do you have anything to, to add to this?
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, as as important as these specific targets are at every level. Uh, you know, we, we we focused on the beginning and we talked about the different phases of our learning cycle, you know, the, the learning, the review, and the testing. I think where this shines most for me is during that review period, whether it be within a a testing cycle or at a different level when you're a black belt doing a form that you've done hundreds of times sometimes it's difficult to get through that form sometimes it's difficult to do that thing for the thousandth thousandth time that you've done it before you know and so having that specific practice I think is, is, is for me in my opinion shines most in those cases when You don't want to do that for them again and again and again and again. But having that focus of, okay, this time when I do it, I'm going to focus on my stances. This time when I do it, I'm going to focus on my stepping, my footwork. This time when I do it, I'm going to focus on my breathing and whatever it is. I think that is, again, for me where it shines through the most is having that thing to help motivate you and get you through that seemingly innumerable practice time that you've done it however many times it is. So, you know, I, I, not to diminish the the power it has as a beginner or at each level in specific, but I think it's important to mention too that that's something else that I, I, I think is very beneficial for people that are farther along or doing something for the you know, 100th time or whatever it is, and it might be bored bore, or boring to them, and they might be sick of it, or they might be having trouble getting, you know, finding their motivation set a specific goal for yourself or have someone set it for you and that'll kind of help you through those slumps or those difficult times where you don't really want to do what you're doing but you can still get some value from it by having a specific uh, specific target
0: yeah you know uh, thinking of that that can be a great way to kind of break through some plateaus right if you have a student that is just they're they're feeling unmotivated because they're you know whatever they can't they can't get this technique down Give them some some specific learning targets to work on will help to re motivate them and hopefully be able to bring them past whatever um, tough movement or skill or or time that they're going through so they can make it to the other side they can reach that goal sometimes having those um, small check boxes those small goals they can reach just so they can strike that off their their list hey listen I did that will help to get them to feel good about themselves and then they can use that and then move on to the next small goal they check that off of their list yep hey I accomplished this and so by giving them those specific learning targets that they can achieve they're achieve don't you don't want to at white belt set a specific learning target to um, you know do the hardest most complicated thing right make them achievable this is the specific learning target this is something that all of you can do and even you specifically can do so let's work on this right then they can achieve that awesome hey good job then we move on to the next one and maybe again you start big and, and real real easy and then as you move through that that movement or that drill or those those movements or whatever you get more refined and technical or, or um better as you move through those but having somebody that is stuck they can't make it past whatever give them those specific learning targets i think really can help to motivate them and help to help them to achieve whatever the the next level is absolutely good good idea sir so if you are um, getting benefit from our podcast here we'd love to hear from you you can reach out to us on the socials run Um, Facebook and Reddit and YouTube. You can leave a comment there. We have uh, Instagram, um, Twitter. I don't know if I said that one. And, of course, you can listen to everywhere podcasts are. Until next time, I'm Chris Bean.
1: And I'm Chris Kent.